What's up, everybody? Garrett Nobel here from the Dead Fit Dynasty. A little bit of a rebrand there, in case you didn't catch that Dynasty bit. Um, it's doing these uh, little uh, in-between episodes, I like to think of them, for the podcast. Each week, my buddy and I, Jake, will be hosting Twitter X Spaces, where we talk about all things fatherhood, fitness, marriage, everything in between. Building up strong men. On this uh, little in-between episode, we talk about marriage misunderstandings. Things are a little more chaotic than usual versus the regular podcast because it is a group setting, but uh, there's definitely some gems in there, so hope you enjoy. Well, I appreciate uh, whoever is in here right now. I don't have my phone screen on anymore, so I'm not going to be able to really see, but I turned it on, I think, so that everyone can speak, but probably let me just pull it up and double check yeah i i think if i saw it too like they still have to like if they don't want to speak they don't have to they can just listen but there's got to be a way to where it's available to where if anybody wants to they can yeah and then if they just want to listen then i mean obviously they can just keep their mic turned off and then they can just listen to all of the all of the wisdom being shared. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you guys brought your pen and paper. There's going to be mad wisdom being dropped tonight. <laughs> yeah, I love the... This is so good. We should be charging for this. I, I literally chuckled whenever I saw that. I was like, oh, man. Let's it on. I got to have a little controversy once in a while. I mean, if it got one person to show up, it's worth it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm excited that we have that we had as many people say they were interested in kind of deciding yesterday to do this, you know, trying to decide when to actually start. It was like, heck, let's just start tomorrow. So, yeah, I've never been a fan of uh, waiting. I'm always uh, just jump into the deep end and uh, figure it out kind of. Place. Yeah it's funny like that's the like the perfect thing to kind of you know talk about the the topic you know with the whole marriage misunderstandings because that that is one area my wife and I cannot be more opposite like I am very much the let's do it right now I'll figure it out later and she's the exact opposite so we were talking I was like yeah we we just decided we're just going to do this starting to you know tomorrow and she's like oh oh so (laughs) tomorrow I was like yeah we're just going for it so yeah, I mean, I think it would be different if, uh, well, I shouldn't say if, when we start getting paid for these kind of things, because obviously people love us that much. Right. But <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I've invited, I mean, I, I turned the setting on so everyone could speak if they want. Feel free to uh, drop in. It's pretty informal from my point of view, at least. Yeah, absolutely. If I mean, if there's questions or ideas of of talking points or I, you know, pretty much anything, you know, under you know, we, we labeled it marriage misunderstandings, just to kind of talk about some of the navigating some of the challenges within marriage and some of the things that you know are just, um, you know, different or struggles that we kind of we, you and I felt like were kind of common to the two of us and surely some some things that other people deal with as well and but if there's anybody that has any other ideas too like we're pretty much open to going where the conversation goes so yeah do you have those uh couple notes that you did want to address at least maybe we could yeah. drop those drop those in the chat or something i don't there might be a, a topic section i don't even know i've never hosted a space i've only joined them yeah, I've never, this is my first one. I'm not sure if there's, there's a writing function up there, but all that lets me do is adjust what the title is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know there's the the chat section in here, but I guess. Uh... Oh, yeah, I guess there is. The, wait, no. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked something. That was not what I was looking for, but that's all right. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, we can just go ahead and get started, and then um, if anybody has, like I said, if anybody has anything, I do kind of have, like, you know, old school style. I put a couple things down on paper that I was uh, wanting to see. Oh, wait, okay, maybe. So, Evolve Dad, so he posted something, decided to listen, can't talk, so maybe that's the way we do it, where it's a, like a running chat, just like under... Like okay. if they see like on like their pin thing where they're it's like the the spaces you know saying who's here and all that maybe just under that it's a running list of you know if we want to say anything so yeah I see it um I'm just gonna add the first thing um and then we can kind of go from there this is kind of a broad um a broad topic but you know something that definitely applies to marriage for sure which I I just labeled it what is a big deal so in other words you know like one of the things you know you know Barry you and I have talked about a lot is you know what's a big deal to us is definitely not always what means that's a big deal to our wives and then the, the a lot of times um it's um just the opposite things that are not a big deal to us are, are very much a big deal to them and so just kind of navigating that i think is um kind of one of the first things that we wanted to just just to discuss and, and kind of give our two cents on it and and you know either let people also kind of say what their thoughts are or if they had other questions related to it too but i thought one of the the perfect ways to kind of lean into this i was just going to share um just a, a, sh- a short story to kind of highlight the, the the point which is um you know it wasn't very long a few weeks ago my wife and i had a a fairly lengthy discussion that that kind of turned, um, you know, more argumentative at one point. But um, basically, you know, it was just the fact that, you know, we we disagreed on what a big deal was, you know, and and basically, it's for me, it was you know a case where I I have a tendency in the morning we we both work at the same place and so we leave together, and um, so I I get our lunches ready in the mornings. And so I'm in there thinking I'm, you know, I'm serving my wife, I'm I'm helping, I'm getting her lunch ready, I'm getting all this stuff ready in the morning, and and she ends up getting frustrated at one point, and and I'm like, you know, what are you talking about? Like, what? Why are you mad right now? You know, and basically it was, you know, <laughs> oh sorry, I clicked the soundboard button. I wanted to see what it did. Oh no worries, no worries, but uh. Left. No, I was like, you know, well, why are you mad right now? And, and so she's like, you know, well, basically, you know, you're making my lunch. That's great. I do appreciate that. But did you ever stop to think, well, what what did I even want for lunch today? Or maybe I wasn't in the mood for this today, you know? And then I made like the fatal, you know, the, the fatal error, you know, that, that all, all dads will or all men will immediately cringe all husbands. I said, you know, well, I'm doing you a favor right now. <laughs> And so it's like, obviously that did not go well. You know, it's like, oh, you're doing me a favor. Okay, well, you know, um, you never even considered what I wanted to have. And, you know, and it just kind of made me, after, after the fact, you know, after I, we kind of like went our separate ways and everything, it's like, you know, I'm in my head thinking, you know what, I'm doing this great thing for my wife. I'm helping get her lunch ready every day. I'm taking something off of her plate. Never in a million years would I have thought that it was a big deal to her that I didn't ask, like, whether she wanted a wrap or, or a sandwich that day, you know what I mean? Like that, that never even occurred to me. And so it's like, you know, there, there's something like deeper to dive into with that, you know, like really the differences between, you know, what do we think is a big deal? You know, I think as, as men, typically it's like, you know, we don't really get super caught up in the details, but you know, anyone who's been married, you know, a lot of times, you know, wives seem to, you know, they, they bank on the details. You know, the details are everything for them. So <laughs> did you see Anthony's message? He's yelling, you're making lunch wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's so true. And <laughs> I mean, just listening to your side of it is comical from my point of view, too, because I mean, I wouldn't have thought of that even, that wouldn't have even crossed my mind to be like, oh, maybe I should ask, do you even want this? Like, I'm just like, oh, I know you eat lunch every day, like everyone else in the world. How about I alleviate that pressure for you? Because 
God knows I know my wife juggles so much stuff and I don't even understand half of it. So it's like, I know people eat lunch, so I'll make you lunch. <laughs> right. Well, and it's funny because like, you know, my wife and I are, are similar in a lot of ways, but the ways that we're different, we are like night and day different. And so it's kind of interesting because... For me, you know, I'm that person, like, I got to be there 10 minutes early. You know, if I can get there 15 minutes early, that's even better. And my wife is, um, you know, she's, I mean, she's never, not necessarily late, but she's perfectly fine. She gets there right on time, you know. And so in the past, we've always lived close enough to where we work that we just kind of went on our own times and all that. But with gas prices these days, and we have about a 45-minute drive to work, so it's like, well, we're going to, for the first time, we're going to try out going to, to work together. And so in my mind, immediately, I'm thinking, well, I don't want to be late. I want to be early. So what can I do to help make sure this happens? And so it's like, well, you know, lunch, I'm going to do lunch. You know, our kids are older, a little bit older now. So, you know, there's not a lot to do to get them, you know, ready in the mornings other than just making sure they're up out of bed. So it's like, if I can take this off her plate, all she has to do is get ready. But, you know, at the same time, I, I did not think of the fact that it may be wise to ask her you know what does she even want for lunch so yeah that i can't even i just there's just so many examples that pop up into my head where i don't necessarily think something is a big deal versus her and vice versa too because there's a lot of things i mean we're fairly different minded i'm i'm for lack of a better term i'm like a robot sometimes so i look at things obnoxiously logically most of the time and i i purposely try to remove my emotion and stuff from thoughts um just so i can think about it logically like i said but my wife is almost complete opposite where she'll just like lean into her emotions especially when thinking about things and that causes a lot of conflicts occasionally because obviously they're polar opposites. So when I, when I'm like, well, I, <laughs> I've been an asshole a few times, I'll have to admit as we all have, but I'll just like walk her through all the logical errors that she, <laughs> that, she <laughs> that she's going through. And as you can imagine, that doesn't go over so well either. Cause no one likes to be, <laughs> like well here's where you're wrong here's where you're wrong here <laughs> right let me even tell you all the things that you've done wrong and, and it's funny because you know i you know i'm a very logic-based person too so that does not bother me you know and I, i've even yeah you know just even like on this twitter journey you know i've had i've been fortunate to have um some people really help me and give me a lot of help and, and sometimes it's like hey you know like can i offer some suggestions like hell absolutely because if i can figure out how to do this better, you know, then I'm, I, I'm all ears, you know, but there sometimes, you know, you get so ingrained in your way of doing things that you forget that there's, there's other people out there who, who do things just the opposite. So. And I also feel like I kind of take advantage of it as well sometimes because I know I can push a little harder than I would for, someone I'm not married to or someone I don't have a close relationship with. And I don't, I don't mean, I don't do it on purpose, but these are just thoughts that I've had when I like reflect on situations that have come up with my wife. Like, yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, there's like that comfort level where you can kind of push each other's buttons a little bit just because, you know, at the end of the day, they're still going to love you. They're still going to be married to you. And eventually I mean, you either apologize and get over it or you just move on about your day. But, yeah, those are just some of the thoughts I've had when I've reflected on some of these things. Yeah, I shouldn't have shouldn't have pushed too hard because it really was that big a deal for her. And I struggle sometimes seeing it because, as I mentioned earlier, it's it is the emotional part that usually I I struggle with understanding the emotional side of things and. She's very much in tune with that. And I don't necessarily want to classify that as masculine and feminine, but I think those traits do exist in both of us to some extent. Yeah, and absolutely. They, they definitely lean a little more to the emotional side. I mean, I don't, 
I don't think that's anything wrong to say. No, I don't. And I also think it's important, you know, and this is a lesson that I've had to learn myself. It's important to kind of, you know, embrace those differences too. I mean, I, I think about the fact that, and, and I've written about this in the past too, but, um, you know, there, I, I, I equate it to like a, a colander in the kitchen, you know, or a strainer, you know, where, um, if you are exactly the same, you know, you're going to have the same strengths, but then that also means it's some of the same weaknesses. And so, you know, if, if you have the same areas that you struggle with, then you're going to have things that slip through the cracks or slip through the holes a little bit more often. Whereas if you do have, you know, a way of balancing each other out like that, you know, the end result is that, you know, you're able to, be successful, you know, whenever maybe you wouldn't be otherwise. And, you know, I think, uh, like I said earlier, my, my wife and I are very, very alike in a lot of ways, but man, you know, the ways that, that we're different, we are very, very, very different. And I, you know, that's a good thing, you know, I mean, we, we laugh about it and we're joking around and obviously, you know, I, I learned the lesson on what to do and what not to do with making lunch, but, uh, (laughs) but at the same time, like it's, it's still something that, um, you know, it, it's important to, to accept that and, and to embrace it too, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all, you know, we're in this together. You know, when you, when you enter into marriage, you know, you're, you're agreeing to the good, the bad and the ugly. And so you have to find a way to, to sort of make those things work. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What is a big deal? <laughs> um, do so I don't not, know. Like I don't know if anybody else and has anything they wanted to add or any things that popped up that they thought of. If the, I mean, if not, we can also kind of move on to. But before we kind of close out that part, I just wanted to make sure that if anybody wanted to say anything else, they could. If it, anybody else is out there ever messed up at the task of making lunch, I don't know, but. <laughs> Uh, that one's funny. <laughs> I, I I did have a thought. If no one else is gonna pop up here, but I think uh, a lot. I mean, I've only been married now for I'm gonna say four years, but don't quote me on that. <clears throat> but I think uh, I think with it being a shorter length relationship versus like a like say 20 30 year i mean even yours jake's maybe 15 ish plus now at this point yeah there's gonna be, be 15 next year yeah i think over time those things kind of even out or maybe converge again this is all speculation because i'm not there yet but eventually you learn not to mess up the lunch right <laughs> hopefully <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's funny because um, it's kind of like a, 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 a the ebb and flow of life and the ebb and flow, ebb, ebbs and flows of marriage. Like, you you would almost think, you know, man, is there ever a point where we've been together for so long, we've been living together for so long that, um, you know, somehow I'm, I, we're, there's not going to be anything else new to learn about each other or at some point we're going to be done discovering each other. Yeah. And on some level, I think you, you figure out those things that you kind of mess up along the way. But at the same time, it, from a positive side of it, it's also kind of neat because, you know, like I said, my wife and I, it'll be 15 years. We've been married next summer and next summer. It'll also be um, 20 years that we've uh, been together in some capacity. And even still, you know, there's things that we learn about each other, you know, I mean, I won't say every day, obviously, but, but regularly, you know, and it could be something that comes from, you know, maybe a disagreement, like the whole lunch thing, but there's other things too, where, you know, we kind of, I think as we grow individually, we also sort of rediscover our our spouses from time to time, just as, as we're growing both, you know, individually and collectively in our marriage. So, you know, you do figure it out, I would say, but at the same time, there's also new things. There's always new things to learn and new things to have to refigure out. So, oh yeah, and I think that's one of the beauties of marriage and just relationships and just humans, I suppose, in general. Is ideally we're always evolving and growing and shifting and moving around like sand and the wind and stuff. And there's always new pieces where the the sand will uncover another 
part maybe you didn't know of yourself maybe you didn't know of your partner and uh, Anthony had a great point here where he said there's it's uh, you and your partner both need to realize that there are no real winners in arguments compromise is the key if uh, if one of you wins and the other loses that's definitely not good for the relationship especially I mean I mean I think I think that's very key for healthy relationships I've I've been in a couple where they were not healthy and the the girlfriend would always try to make sure she had the last word or make sure that she felt like I lost, I guess, for lack of a better word. And obviously that's why they're ex-girlfriend, but <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, that's a good point. Like compromise really is kind of the, the thing that will get you through. Um, it's kind of funny, actually. Um, you know, there are no, you know, like you mentioned, there's no real winners or losers. I mean, it's, you know, it's important to always remember, you know, as cliche as it sounds like you're on the same team, you know, and yeah, um, that's something that I think is, it gets lost sometimes because, you know, there's always, there's almost all these like stereotypes and different things that, you know, people will try to say, and I, I feel like even now more than ever, you know, marriage and strong families are, it's like being attacked almost by society where it's like people are trying to promote, you know, anything but doing those things. And I think it's important to really emphasize that, you know, there's really nothing better than, than being able to be married to someone that, you know, that, that you can share everything with. And, and, and also even, if that means disagreeing, you know, I mean, I think something that I know I, I focus a lot on, you know, both in things that I write about, but also we live this way in, in quote unquote, in real life is honesty. You know, I think yes. um, my, my wife and I, people laugh at us sometimes. They'll, they'll look at us strangely like, you know, or we'll get asked sometimes, you, you say that to each other? Hell yeah, we say that to each other because we don't we don't hide anything. There are no secrets, you know, like, yep. If if uh, if I can't count on my wife to be a hundred percent honest with me and, and be the one person that that is going to tell me not what I want to hear but what I need to hear, you know, if I can't count on my wife to be that person, you know, then who can I really trust? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've had my had my mother in law um, uh, gasp, I guess, for lack of a better term, several times whenever either my wife will make a comment to me or I'll I'll make a comment to her usually in jest because that's how our relationship is but even like side conversations where she'll be talking with her mom on the phone and she'll say like she said something to me and her mom's like oh my you can't say that to him it's like yes yes I can and I should because that's how healthy relationships are you can't just not talk about things that are issues or it's just going to fester eventually and no one, I mean, those are just toxic relationships at that point, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny. My, my parents have, you know, had some, some weird looks on their face or just been shocked and amazed at kind of how we interact with each other. We actually, um, we've, we've gone on a couple of vacations, like joint vacations over the years with my parents and not that I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know that I'd recommend or not recommend that for anyone, <laughs> but, um, but when we, we've done it a couple of times and, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, there inevitably there's a moment where, you know, as we're all just kind of doing our thing and, and my parents would have, will have looked at us and just been like, man oh man you know like I, I i just don't get it and it's like my wife and i was sometimes talking it's like well that's all right because you know i i don't necessarily want our our marriage to be like theirs you know in 30 years or whatever it is so yeah you know i think it's important to just kind of figure out what works and and, and lean on that so i think it helps as well to have uh I mean, both my wife and I are very confident, intelligent people, and I feel like sometimes it's not necessarily the case in all relationships, 
And I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's ever going to be for all relationships. That would be unrealistic. But I think it certainly helps for ours personally because we're able to we're able to really discuss and talk about really intense things. And like back to the topic of what's the big deal, if if for some reason I'm an idiot and say that verbatim, then after she calms down a little bit, <laughs> she, we're able to actually have a discussion about why that was a big deal for her or or, or me. I mean, it's not always her. I, I get frustrated and upset as well. I'm, I'm human, but I think being mature and intelligent and just safe, I guess, is another good word I would use. I feel safe in being vulnerable when I talk about things that I don't talk to anyone else about. And I can really have great conversations with my wife because of all of that. Oh, absolutely. I think, um, you know, I mentioned, you know, trust and honesty kind of being intermixed or, or linked and, you know, that allows for the vulnerability that you're talking about. I mean, there's, there's certain things where it's like, I mean, like that's your person, you know, I mean, one of the things I know that has been even a big discovery for my wife and I in the last few years is, um, you know, just the, the, the notion that, you know, you really, you put your marriage ahead of even, you know, your kids, you know, you have to, um, you know, you have to make your marriage a priority and you can't, not focus on each other because of kids and because of being parents and all those types of things. And we were definitely guilty of that, um, you know, for, for a period of time. But I think when you really start to think about just exactly how crucial that, that relationship is, you know, it makes you kind of realize like, man, you have to do all you can to protect it. And the only way to do that is to make sure that you are, you know, you're being yourself and, and, and allowing the other person to be that way too. Yeah, that's one of the best pieces of uh, feedback my wife has given me about our relationship in particular versus any of the other ones that she's had is she's never felt comfortable enough to be herself and actually give her thoughts and opinions in previous relationships. And uh, like that was really sad to hear and I'm I feel like I feel like a lot of women probably feel that to be honest with you and it was kind of mind-boggling to me just because I don't I don't think about things like that I guess and it, I don't know it just it kind of shook me a little bit like how do you not want to hear about like really deep thoughts and introspections on the person that you allegedly love and care about more than almost anything in the world it just it just doesn't really compute for me and so that made me like really happy when she said that she finally felt comfortable and uh able to be able to speak with me like that oh absolutely i mean i think that's that's like the ultimate goal is to be able to provide something that, that, that no one else can or that no one else ever has or anything like that. So I think that's, that's what it's all about. That's why you go through all these, you know, marriage misunderstandings is to be able to, to get to a place where you can provide that. So. And there are a lot of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. And, and so, so the other one that I really wanted to make sure that I hit on, and this is, uh, like uh, this is it's a reminder for me it's it's a um it's a a, a a wish i wish i would have somebody would have told me this whenever i first got married so hopefully maybe helping someone else out or you know and people that already know this or people who've been married for a while they'll probably just get a good chuckle out of it but um the other thing that i i made a point of writing down to want to talk about is understanding the type of conversation you're getting into right at the very beginning um, and what I mean by that is there are times where your wife is going to come to you to vent 
and they do not want you to say a word. <laughs> and then there's other times where they may be coming to you and they're venting and they're looking for ideas or feedback. And I'm just going to try to help everyone. If they didn't already know, um, you're going to save yourself a lot of trouble if you are able to accurately identify which conversation you are in um, at the very beginning of the conversation. And so <laughs> that's something that, you know, I think we've, we're all probably guilty of that at some point. I know for me, you know, it's like, hey, you know, we, we want to fix the problem. We want to resolve the issue, you know, and, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. And so, um, you know, that's something that I think is a big one. Yeah, and it's it's so funny that all of this is sort of bubbling up recently because I, I, it's <laughs> it's a brand new revelation for me. I'm gonna say maybe six weeks in the making that uh, I don't I don't honestly remember where I heard it from. It might have been you, Jake. I don't know, but somewhere recently I had someone <laughs> make those distinctions in my mind and. Ever since then, I uh, I try not to be as robotic as I usually am when we, like, start conversations when my wife gets home or something. I try to, like, read the room instead of just, like, a deliberate question of, hey, are you trying to have me solve this or do you want me to just listen? But <laughs> it is it is like a night and day difference sometimes with those conversations, especially just the listening ones. Because I feel just men in general naturally are just, we just want to solve shit. We just want to take action, uh, especially if our wives are upset. And I just want to, I really want to solve that. And I can't stop thinking about that sometimes. And then it, it sometimes exactly what you're saying is she just wants to vent about how ridiculous the administration is or vent about whatever she wants for that particular conversation right and it's funny because we have um kind of my wife and i have a unique situation too because we do work you know at the same place and so a lot of the stuff that she might be talking about are things that i'm very familiar with because it might be you know dealing with people that i also know or dealing with issues that i'm also familiar with or or whatever. So that kind of adds an extra layer to it where it's like, you know, um, well, I know that person or, well, let me tell you what I could think might work or something along those lines. And so that kind of makes even an added, you know, hurdle to kind of get through because I always feel like, you know, it's almost like she will want help just enough to make me think that that's going to be a thing that happens regularly but it's not regularly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That's so goofy. That I'm so happy that like I said I've only been married for 4 years, but I feel like that one's going to be a game changer long term. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I and I wish, like I said, it was one of those deals where, you know, man, if I I don't know um like the length of marriages that that people would will end up listening to this will be on, but if there's ever a chance where we could do like a um a newlywed boot camp or something along those lines where you know we could just say okay here's the stuff that no one's going to tell you but um we um we're going to hit you with some knowledge that's going to save you <laughs> a lot of issue a lot of hassle and a lot of headache later on and uh it's actually funny you know i was um again you know the whole honesty piece and so in preparation for this, I, I talked to my wife. I, I asked her, I said, so the, I decided we, we came up with marriage misunderstandings as the title for our first episode. And she kind of looked at me and laughed. <laughs> and I said, so if there was one thing that you could pick out that, that you really think I should talk about, what is the one thing that I definitely need to talk about? And the first thing she said is, you need to explain to those guys that sometimes we just want you to listen and not say a word. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just laughed because that, that of all things was, you know, the very first thing that she mentioned. And so, you know, 
and, and sometimes, you know, it's one of those things where we probably know better, but sometimes <laughs> we just can't help ourselves too, you know, like. I know. Uh, those one, yeah, that one gets me a lot. And I, I've been thinking about it a lot recently too, since, uh, I mean, that was one of the things you had messaged me as well, but, oh, someone has their hand raised. Nice. Tim, go for our brother. Hey guys, uh, thanks for the few minutes. Um, yeah, I wanted to, um, kind of touch on what dad dynasty was talking about as far as, you know, wives just want us to listen. I've, I've been married 23 years. I've got two kids in college and one more. It's halfway through high school. Um, and my, it, it, I think earlier this year, so 20 years into the marriage, my wife came to me and she's like, it, we were, we were kind of going through that phase where, you know, she'll come to me and just sort of want to get stuff off her chest. And I immediately start wanting to solve the problems. And she goes, look, stop. I'm going to come to you at points and I'll tell you, <laughs> I either want help or I want a hug. <laughs> if I say I want a hug, just shut up and listen. <laughs> If I want help, I love that. If you want help, you know, more power to you. Go get it done. Um, but that was something that I've had to stop her from hearing you know, a couple times here and there since then to say, "Is this a help or a hug conversation?" And she'll tell me, and it really kind of helps me put myself into the right mindset on how do I how do I handle this interaction we're having right here. So, thought I'd just throw that out real quick for the uh, for the party. No, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely all ears to any ideas and feedback that anybody has. That's for sure. Um, and that's a good idea. You know, do, do you need help or a hug? That's a really easy way <laughs> to, um, to be able to kind of articulate that. And, you know, um, yeah, I love that. And, and it's so funny too, because, um, and I think you had kind of just jumped on uh, kind of as we were going through this, but I mentioned a little bit earlier, I said, you know, something to the effect of like, no matter how long you're married, you know, there's always new things to discover. And so I love that you mentioned that, you know, you've been married for, for over 20 years and yet there's still things that you kind of are still learning. And sometimes that can make it a little hectic, but that's also what the exciting part about it is, is that, you know, you're never done learning and growing together, which is neat. Um, and I think that this one is really, I, I don't know. I, I don't know when we really started actively or maybe honestly talking about this with each other, my wife and I, but it was definitely not early on, you know? So I know looking back, there was probably multiple conversations where I probably frustrated her <laughs> and she just let it go <laughs> before finally being like, you know what, let me explain this to you, you know? And, and I think it's important. Again, I know, like Barry, you mentioned earlier, like being able to be vulnerable and that is something where, you know, to be able to go to each other and say, hey, listen, this is what I need from you, you know, and, and that says something about the quality of the marriage as well, that, that, you know, each person would feel comfortable doing that. So, Jake, I feel like you're going to get that uh, as a t-shirt now, just for the alliteration, just the, the helper hug. <laughs> so I was literally going to put that in there and I was literally going to say, and Barrett knows me well enough to know that I do love the alliteration. So um for and for the people that don't know so like my like nine to five job or whatever i'm i'm a high school football coach and and i also teach english so for me um you know i'm kind of drawn to the alliteration part of it but <laughs> which hints the name marriage misunderstandings for the title tonight but oh i didn't even catch that one <laughs> yeah so i'm it just it's like it just comes to me you know it just i don't even try to do it it just sort of happens and my wife rolls her eyes at me, but you know, my wife is a math person. She teaches math, so yeah, that's why I get in trouble with uh, the logic stuff. Because I mean, my day job, software engineering, so I have to be obnoxiously logical, and it transfers over a little bit too much into real life. But right again, what we were talking about here of helping or hugging, which I'm totally going to use now. So thank you for that, Tim. Um, I Absolutely. have. I have noticed that before I was aware of it, I don't know if you were here, Tim, I, I just became aware of this distinction maybe about six weeks ago. So I'm glad it's not 20 years in. <laughs> no, but um, I was going to say that, uh, shit, what was I going to say? Well, I don't know. I honestly, I lost it. Six Something weeks ago, you learned this. 
Six weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So my wife, I, I noticed before that, because, I mean, I'm obnoxiously observational, which is something my wife likes about me, because I, I do pick up on her cues and stuff like that, and um, I'm just really in tune with her personally. But I do, I before this, I noticed that she would be talking to me about, like, her day or whatever, and I was always in solving mode, and... I'd notice she would cut the conversation short occasionally and I'd be like, all right, well, I, I mean, I know she's got a bunch of stuff to do, so whatever. But then I would, I would hear her in the other room on the phone with her mom or her sister or both usually. And she was saying the exact same thing verbatim. And I always, I always kind of be like, Oh, well, I mean, am I not like, <laughs> I tried to make it about me, I guess. I'm like, am I not enough? Like, I don't, I don't understand because I don't go call my mom or my dad after we chat. So I was always confused by that. And now that I'm a little more enlightened with these, I feel like those were definitely just venting moments. Tim, you don't, you can just pop them <laughs> okay. in. No need to raise okay. your hand. Just trying to be polite. Sorry. Um, You're good. It's funny you say that. Um, I think you said you've been married four years. Is that right? Yes, something okay. like that. Don't ask her. <laughs> She'll tell you. So my wife did a similar thing very early in our marriage where she asked, we're sitting down watching TV on the couch. We were still in college. This is how long ago that was. Um, sitting down on the couch. She asks me something. I don't even know what it was. And we're watching TV. And next thing I know, I hear the same question. And I'm, I kind of look over. I'm like, what's going on? And... She's on the phone with her dad, making sure I was right, <laughs> or or finding out if I was right because I'd given her an answer. And I'm like, "Did you just call your dad to check and see if I was right?" She goes, "Well, yeah." I so I bring that up to say, your wife <laughs> has been around her mom and her siblings more than you, longer than you. Oh yeah. So there's a comfort level that even though it's been four years, and I would say maybe at four years that. Shouldn't be doing that. I don't know, but I just i I've seen that in the past where, you know, even though you're married, even though you guys are up together all the time, there's still, you know, you're still learning each about each other and learning what the other one does or doesn't know, or, or there's a comfort level they have with those they grew up with. So I wouldn't wouldn't look too much into it. But to your point, if you're noticing it, then yeah, maybe it's something to start leaning into a little bit more. Um, you know, and it's something to talk about later on, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. That's a good point. Well, and I think that also, it kind of goes back to, you know, the, the, the first part of this, we were talking about, you know, like, well, what is a big deal, you know? And, and I think that's one of those things too, where it's like, you know, the definition of, and this is what we were talking about. The definition of a big deal could be, you know, for either person, you know? And I think that's why, you know, it's important, you know, for trying to steer or get away from the marriage, you know, the misunderstanding part, you know, honesty is always key. You know, it's, um, it's one of those things where, you know, just being open and honest that I know that's something that my wife and I try to pride ourselves on. And it's something that we, you know, we pride our kids on. I can tell you right now, my, my, our daughter doesn't live at home anymore, but our, my two boys, I can bring in here right now. And all I would have to say is, uh, your word and they would they would finish the sentence is your bond like they know that and they've heard that embedded in them so many times that I mean it's it's kind of funny at this point you know they'll even check me on it sometimes and be like you know dad your word's your bond you said that we were going to do this today <laughs> um, you might want to go get your keys because it's time to go you know that type of stuff but um, you know I think it's it's important, you know, to be able to to have those honest conversations, you know, if it's something that's a concern or, you know, I mean, no matter how, again, what we're talking about, how big or small it may be, because there's a 50-50 chance that it might be something that one person thinks is big and the other person has no idea that it's big, so. Yeah, that one happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, the other thing I was going to say, too, kind of going back to the, you know, do are we trying to solve or not solve? You know, I know for me, um, it's kind of funny because, you know, I mentioned like as a coach, you know, as a football coach, it's all about, you know, you create a game plan every week. 
And it's all about, you know, you're, you're planning for problems, you know, what's going to happen that's going to go wrong and how do we have a plan to fix it? And so it's like, you can't always do that, you know, like when you're trying to fix your wife's problems, because, you know, sometimes you don't factor into the problem solving part. You're just there to, to listen. And so that's something that, you know, knowing when it's each of those is important. You got to know when you're again, to Tim's point, when do you need a hug and when are you there to help? So I am, I'm going to use that from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's such a, a perfectly distilled way of thinking about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm literally tempted to just start doing it, you know, to, with my wife, like, she'll start talking to say, hey, do you need a help or a hug right now? <laughs> that would be good. I like it. Yeah, I've been thinking about that from, uh, from my perspective as well, not just necessarily my wife's, but I mean, I'm a pretty quiet person in general, and I don't necessarily speak Unless I feel like what I have to say will add value to a situation. I'm not just going to fill noise. I'm totally comfortable with silence. But when I do actually speak with my wife about something maybe important or something that's bothering me, I can't say I've ever, maybe I can't, I shouldn't say ever, but I can't think of any time where I've looked for her to solve the problem for me or even feedback. I feel like most of the conversations are me just venting. And I think a lot of that, for me personally at least, is I struggle with asking for help. Uh, I feel and I know it's unfounded and it's definitely something I've been working on for years now. But I do feel it as a weakness in some way and I've come a long way with that. I I certainly ask for help now when I feel it's absolutely necessary, but just in general, when I am having chats with my wife, most of the time it's just venting. Like I said, I don't really ask her for help with things. What do you, what, what do you guys think about that? I mean, when you're speaking with your wife. Well, it's, it's interesting for me because, you know, as, as you were saying that I was thinking about, um, ironically on our car ride home tonight, um, you know, kind of the, the exact opposite of what, um, we were talking about with, uh, you know, a lot of times our, our spouses are wanting us to just, um, listen so they can vent, but they don't actually want us to solve it. Whereas, a lot of times we're in there trying to solve their problems. And so I find myself a lot of times, I think um, when I'm explaining a bunch of things to my wife, almost anticipating that she would want to have input or feedback to give me. And then when she won't say anything, I'm almost like, well, I mean, are you listening? Do you not, you know, do you, do you <laughs> not even care about what I just told you? You know, like, what, what are you doing? Because, like, tonight, you know, I was literally just reminded of this conversation on our way home. I mean, obviously, she knew that that I had this tonight. And, you know, you and I have, you know, been messaging throughout the day-to-day a bunch of different ideas on a bunch of different stuff, um, you know, that we've got going. And, and so I was kind of trying to fill her in because, you know, we work in the same place. We don't really see each other throughout the day. And so it's like, okay, so here's going, well, here's going on with this. Here's what happened with this. I'm doing this now. We got this on Friday. This is going on. And she's just kind of like listening, like, okay, okay. And she's processing. And I'm just like, you know, uh, so what do you think about all that? You know? And like, <laughs> and then she's like, well, I'm, I'm just trying to process and, you know, digest everything. And, and then she said to me, it's like, I didn't know if you were wanting me to give you feedback or if you, you know, just wanted to tell me all that stuff. And it's like, okay, so that's important too. You know, like, I think it goes into that whole thing where, when we know that we normally react a certain way, we're almost expecting our wife to react that way. And then when they don't, it almost is, it it throws us for a loop a little bit because it's a little confusing because it's not what we would do. So therefore it's not what we're expecting. So. Yeah, that's a good point. I've definitely fallen into that trap a few times for sure. I, I, I don't even necessarily call it a trap, but that's just the words that came to my head, but. Right. So. 
I have kind of a a long story on this that I won't take too long to tell, but I, I spent a lot of my life avoiding asking for help because I thought for various reasons, weakness, don't need it, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but during COVID, right, I don't, I forget exactly when, sometime around COVID, when we're all stuck at home, um, I have, I'm a perfectionist and I'm the kind of perfectionist that I can never do anything good enough. And so what that manifested itself into was if I couldn't live up to my own standards, which I never could, it would kind of put me in, not kind of, it would, it would launch me into a funk for days. And eventually my kids started asking my wife, what the hell's wrong with that? And, you know, I'd, I'd go do some chores or something on a Saturday morning, come back and the house is empty because they all disappeared because they don't want to be around me. So point taken is kind of how I looked at it. And I eventually started opening up and, and to myself and to my wife and just basically saying, what's wrong with me? And that's the whole reason I'm on Twitter is that I, I figured out kind of what was going on with me and was able to solve it, still solving it. I'm not, I don't think it's fully solved yet, but a lot of that was being vulnerable. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't lay down on the couch and have my wife give me an hour long, you know, head check session, but <laughs> it was, it was being honest and free with what was in my going on in my head and talking through it with her. Cause she's the one that saw it all. Right. I knew what was going on inside me and I could feel myself not being very, a very, I wouldn't ever lash out at anybody. I would not, I was never physical. I would just get real quiet and real, like I looked pissed off and I was pissed at myself. I was never pissed at anybody else. Um, but they didn't know that. So I had to get a lot of feedback and input from her on what she saw. And it wasn't something where I was finally like, Hey, look, I'm fixed. I'm better. I just sort of, I started correcting the things that I needed to correct with myself and living life. And every now and again, I'd ask my wife, have I had a, you know, have I had a session or episode or whatever we used to call it? And she goes, no, I haven't. I don't remember one in a long time. So it was, I, you know, I say all that to say that getting, getting vulnerable with yourself, with the guy in the mirror, and then maybe talking to your wife, they see it. You know, the people that live with us all the time, they see the other side of it. And they have, as we've discussed, they have different inputs and different perspectives than we do. They may not think it's a huge issue. They may, they also may think it's the worst thing ever that we could be doing. And until we have an open conversation about it, you know, we're never going to know. So I would say That's, if you're, if, you know, it doesn't hurt to be open is my point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that you even mentioned too on there, like having the honest conversation with yourself too. Um, you know, that's, that's a really important part of it. Um, that's actually, I just wrote about, um, that's in the, um, like the manual that we're kind of co like working on, on the, uh, away from this as well. Um, I actually wrote that like Barry, you can go in there and read what I wrote about positive self-talk. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's a huge thing. You know, we talk about honesty with our spouse. You have to be honest with yourself as well. Um, so many times I think we, we might find ourselves in a place where we're kind of, I don't know if it's denial or just, you know, we're just, we're just not being honest with ourselves, you know, and in order to be able to openly and honestly communicate with our spouse, you know, you have to be in a good place, you know, internally as well, as far as understanding, Hey, this is something that I want to fix. This is something that I, I need to fix, you know, and that that's actually something that I've, you know, I've been pretty open with some of my, the things that I've wrote about is, you know, kind of, you know, I was in not a great place, you know, a, f a couple of years ago either. Um, you know, and actually it's kind of funny cause you know, I actually was lucky in that I, you know, I actually, I almost, I almost died actually. I mean, I almost died during the whole COVID thing. I got COVID pneumonia and I was spent three weeks in a coma and I feel lucky just because that was kind of the wake up call for me, but not everyone has like an in your face kind of thing like that. And so for some people, you know, being able to do that on your own, I mean, that's powerful stuff because if you can't, if you can't be open and honest with yourself, it, it really makes it almost impossible to be open with, with your spouse or anyone else. So, 
Yeah, yeah, I liked your point there, Tim, about and it tied back in perfectly with the the first bullet point of this whole space is what it what what is a big deal. I mean, sometimes the things that we do for ourselves, if we're not really introspective and thinking about it, and my wife would be like, uh, I mean, if you guys check out my pin tweet, I'm a recovering alcoholic, and that shit. I mean. Thankfully, I'm recovering. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> right. That shit does not go well with anyone. And like I said, my, I'm sorry, my point of that was I didn't think it was a big deal because, I mean, the irony of me being a health and fitness coach is not lost on me on that. But, I mean, I was an alcoholic for well over a decade, and it's like, you, sh- I, I knew that I shouldn't be drinking alcohol for breakfast, but uh, I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't think it was a big deal. And it's, I'm grateful for my wife to be able to <clears throat> help me through all that because clearly drinking alcohol for breakfast is a big deal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, that, that was a similar, you know, I, I've kind of shared like the, the COVID story thing, but the truth is like I was in a very unhealthy place before that, you know, and I, I, I've not really shied away from that part. Like, you know, I had allowed myself and I say allowed myself, it was 100% on me um, to get to a place where I was, I mean, I was unhealthy. I was, you know, not a present husband and father because I was at home like sleeping all the time because, you know, I just was not physically healthy enough to do things because I allow myself to get extremely overweight and all those types of things. And, and so for me, the, the hospital trip, like I said, was the wake up call, you know, and it sort of put me back in a place of realizing like, you know, this is what's important. This is what is a big deal. And for me, my big deal is my family. And so, you know, it's kind of interesting because as my physical journey has, has taken me into a much healthier place, losing a bunch of weight, getting more healthy again. Physically, it's allowed me to also, my marriage is healthier. My relationship with my family, my kids is healthier because, and it goes back to, you know, admitting what is a big deal. And so, you know, it's, you know, having, like I said, honest, you know, honest conversations with you, with yourself and the people around you is important. And and it also kind of negate some of the like we're, we're mentioning misunderstandings for this talk but you know the the more open and honest you are the more you can avoid those things too oh yeah exactly i can't think of any time really where my wife and i have communicated effectively and there's been real bad misunderstanding with the outcome of it so it's it's such a key component. I mean, not only for life, but just especially with marriage. Because I mean, you're, you actually have to see the person every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they they are the one person that that knows like they knows the full version. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and all that, everything in between. So, how long is this? Uh... Looks like we've been going for about an hour, so that's more than I expected. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, I don't know if there's like a set time or or whatever there is. Um, I don't know if anybody else. I know some people are just kind of been listening, but I don't know if anybody else had anything that they wanted to add or questions that they had or anything like that. I do think it's important to just to kind of mention for the people that are in here right now. Like this is something that they'll be planning on doing, you know, weekly and it won't always be um, about like marriage misunderstandings. It'll be kind of a new general topic each week and then kind of going where the conversation takes us from there. But I did want to mention that this is something that we plan on doing every week. So. Well, I'll just say that's awesome guys. I'm, I'm excited about that and I'll look forward to, to joining you as many as many as I can. Yeah, absolutely. We would love to to have anybody, all of you guys back. And if you guys, you know, want to, uh, you know, share with anybody or, you know, 
when we start making the post, you know, kind of previewing the next topic. If you guys come across it and want to share it out with people so that we can get more people, hopefully, you know, we can, you know, not to play on the, the words of, of my particular name, but we'll create a whole dynasty of dads that <laughs> want to go out and help make uh, their families better and, and learn. Learn from us. Learn from the things that we're doing wrong, if anything else, and you can figure out, you know, hey, those if those guys they did, we don't be like them. We figure out how, <laughs> how to avoid the mistakes that they've made. And yeah, for and for by all means, remember, ask what your wife wants for lunch. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Tim, you missed it earlier. I said uh, I I had a disagreement with my wife when I pointed out all of her logical fallacies in her argument, and I do not recommend that at all. <laughs> yeah um we've all we've all done something to that effect and almost died from it so <laughs> yeah. we're all still here right all uh, right uh, well jake appreciate you uh co-hosting with me uh, everyone else i uh definitely appreciate you all stopping by again as jake mentioned we're planning on doing this as a weekly uh, recurring thing i'm um, just building up strong dads Obviously, my uh, my take on it's more fitness related, and but I mean that overlaps with everything else: marriage, finances, family. It's all it's all related. Basically, at the end of the day, we just need more strong dads, more strong men, and that's what we're all about. Absolutely, absolutely. Great. With that, I'm gonna go ahead and shut up shop. Again, thanks everybody. Well, uh, great job, guys. Thanks, everybody. Yes, thank you. See you guys. Yeah.